What's up, everybody? Welcome to Fan Culture. We are in our 14th episode now. We are here recording. It's just me and Sakani today. Sydney was had a had was busy today, so he wasn't able to record with us, and Carl was busy as well. But you'll catch them on the next episode. Most definitely. Uh, today we're going to get into the obvious NBA uh, free agency continued NBA Summer League who are the notable rookies that are standing out already a little bit of Wimbledon news and then also something that uh, could be introduced in the NBA All-Star game in the the, uh, recent future so let's get into NBA free agency what stands out the most to you um, out of everything that's happened so far because a lot has happened oh yeah LA is honestly really the the city that came out on top. I think if you're a fan living in LA right now, no matter True. who you're who you like, you're happy with what your team's done. Kawhi managing to pull off the move that he did and get going getting to the Clippers and not only Kawhi is getting, good at um getting guys to play with him or just like uh, Or just getting what he wants. Getting what he yeah, he's He's shown that he's he's made the right decision so exactly. far. So, which makes the Clippers interesting because everywhere he's gone, the team has gone better and won. Yeah. So, battle for LA. Oh wow, it's is going to be, be insane. So, I'm looking forward to see. It. I have to go to a game later this year. Oh man, that's going to be either or. Honestly, I, as a Bulls fan, I don't have a you know foot in the game. Uh, Unfortunately, but, exactly, but. Uh, as a fan of competition, as a fan of watching greatness happen, right? Um, it's going to be exciting to see. It definitely this. is. We have LeBron, obviously, Kuz, AD. Then we got Boogie Cousins. Yeah, he picked up Boogie. Like re-signed JaVale. Re-signed JaVale. Um, Alex Caruso, Rondo, exactly. Danny yeah. Green. Uh, we just signed Avery Bradley today. Exactly. I mean, like, I haven't really said a, a terrible name so also far. Also, Quinn Cook. Quinn Cook, who's shown uh, resourceful. Exactly. Um, so I'm excited. Uh, the roster. Now, which makes me wonder, was the Lakers expecting to get similar to what they got without getting, like, uh, Kawhi, right? Like, if they would have got Kawhi, do you think they thought, do you think they assumed they would get similar to what they have right now without him? Um, as far as like a, a supporting cast, yeah, like a decent supporting cast. Because uh, what what would uh, Kawhi would have gotten paid? He he would have demanded a max. I mean, that's why AD cleared out or decided to uh, not get or to waive his trade. Uh, yeah, his trade agreement exactly, or something. Trade, I can't remember exactly what it was what it was, but that cleared up. I think it was either four or six million dollars in cap space for y'all to be able to get a uh, a big name, but. That's good that y'all didn't. I, I felt like it, it's better that y'all didn't get that. Yeah. And so that you could get uh, some more solid depth. Uh, exactly. Yeah. Solid depth. You want to have some younger guys, but also some guys with experience. Like, that's why I feel like Quinn Cook was a great, great. Well, it was balance. There's a lot of it's a lot of older players, a lot of vets and a exactly. lot of like younger talent. You know what I mean? Like like Demarcus and Quinn Cook, they know each other. And so there's already that right. little bit of chemistry. They can speak for one another. They know how right. each other play. You bring in Rondo too. Exactly. Rondo played with Rondo Demarcus played. Exactly. and AD, so it's like exactly. it's it's basically taking the pieces from pre-existing teams 
Like, yeah, I mean, that's that's really all what that's all free agency really is. Yeah, it's, there aren't many teams that have seasoned vets that they drafted. <laughs> right. There aren't many, and so it's really just yeah, you pick and pick and choose, you know, whose game can best support us, and that's that can, you know, based on who's left right now, right. which is I'm not sure who's still up, but. A few people, Andre Godawa, I, I haven't heard. No, he's uh, he's with the is Grizzlies. He, is he really? Yeah. Did he I, already sign? I heard. I thought I heard it was rumored. I didn't know he no, had no, already he signed. No, no, he got uh, he got traded, didn't he? Or did I'm he? Not re- sure. Did he sign? No, he didn't get traded because he was a free agent, I believe. Yeah. I, when I first heard about it, I was just rumors at that point, but I don't know if it's finalized. But I mean, that's interesting. He'll be playing with Jaw. Yeah. You know, I don't know who else is over there, but I mean, I don't know who's checking for the. Memphis Grizzlies right now they're not they're kind of a non-factor team to me they yeah they're unfortunately unfortunately like rebuilding. I hate to say that they're they're, in, they're in a rebuilding year era, for yeah. sure they um, got rid of the two cornerstones of their organization this past year so Connolly's playing where uh Utah Utah interesting yeah they're interesting. gonna be nice the ball like. movement will be pretty good yeah I th- I would say you know I wonder what uh Donovan Mitchell how much of a more of a leap he's gonna do? He's kind of had to me. I compare Donovan Mitchell's year and Kyle Kuzma year, like second year, kind of like the same. Where it's like they mm-hmm. still were good, but like it wasn't like a like the wow factor, like their first their well, first yeah. rookie year. And that's know? the thing. I mean, as long as they they don't digress, right? As long as their t- their game doesn't take a major hit, which is amazing to see with Kyle, the fact that his game did not take a major hit. When LeBron came, uh, if anything, you saw him grow more. Right. And so um, I think, you know, it's just his second year. He's not going to be all star game, you know, nah. ready. And so it's just a matter of, you know, Developing. maybe five, six years down the road. He yeah. is going to be. He, well, I mean, they say he's the third option as far as scoring wise. <clears throat> so I mean, that's that says a lot. I mean, I don't know if that's true or not. Depending on the health of DeMarcus Cousins, I feel like that factors in yeah. a lot because I don't know who other than LeBron and AD has that mantle. <clears throat> I, I really want DeMarcus to have a good year. I mean, when healthy, he's, uh, this matter of fact, right before the uh, playoff start, I believe he was uh, averaging 20 and 10. And so he was he was in a good place. And I then, feel like DeMarcus gets a, a bad rap because of, you know, his antics that he had um, earlier was, on yeah. in his career. And that, I mean, that makes sense, but I feel like he's certainly shown that he's grown since then. Um, you can't say he's the same young DeMarcus that he was before. I mean, his game has grown. He's grown mentally. And yeah, yeah you can see that. You really can. I mean, of course, there's passion. Like, they talk, talk about how players show passion. Right. And some may show it a bit more differently than... Uh, than others but i feel like he's always he's always been a passionate player and he might you know he might say something demarcus reminds me of a dude like like you you meet he's like on the on the like at at a pickup game Uh but he's he's there to have a good time but like (laughs) he gonna let you know when he busts you he can because he knows he can play yeah so i mean it's that it's that competitive like you know like Let's get to it. You know what mm-hmm. I mean. So I think that for for him, I mean, who's the most animated big man in the league right now? I mean, Giannis maybe. No, no, no. Katie, Joel. Katie, Joel. Yeah. 
I mean, but Joel has antics too. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But I mean, people seem to like Joel a little bit more. Yeah. For whatever reason, for whatever reason. Because he's always made fun of himself. He's always like been, like just. This. He has a good sense of humor. I yeah, have to say. Exactly. Um, just to get back on topic a little yeah, bit. Sorry. Lakers. Nobody's talking about Frank Vogel, the coach. What do you think? Like, if you're Frank Vogel, you're taking over this this team. People are talking about the the team itself, but I mean, Luke Walden didn't work out, you know. And we do we know for certain? Like, it was it him or was it like the chemistry we just didn't have we, enough like what was it we can't say it was uh it was luke walton's fault um that roster got decimated last year <laughs> injuries how do you how do you really the fact that they were even somewhat in in the race once lebron returned like just slightly there was mm -hmm. a chance i think is you know is pretty pretty great for a guy like Luke Walton, who this is his second year, you know? Yeah, I uh, think, well, coach. he was, uh, I think, assistant. I mean, head coach. Yeah, head yeah, coach. Second year be, head coach. Yeah, second year head coach, and, I think. And um, having full control of roster and all that stuff, I just feel like with the personality of LeBron coming in and I think the pressure that comes with knowing that LeBron James is on your team. It's going to be nice to watch. Because yeah, for sure. I feel like I feel that like that got oh, that's what took uh, everybody's gonna be locked in. Like I, well, we'll see. I think so. Just because like this is gonna be the Anthony Davis's first how many, time going deep in the playoffs. Yeah, <laughs> that's crazy. And so it's gonna be it's crazy big to for think him. about. Demarcus has been further. Danny, Green's I heard they're getting their original um, team doctor. Mm -hmm. I think his name's Gary Vitti. I don't know if it's Gary Vitti or, or somebody else. I, I heard they were changing like their their uh their doctor or their team doctor or something like that. So hopefully that that's a positive effect on yeah. um the team because I know a lot of them well Boogie and uh Anthony Davis have had health issues. So I just if they can stay healthy, mm -hmm. man, that's you're not gonna wanna play that team. No. Honestly. But like, honestly, i I would not wanna play LA uh sorry the Clippers the Clippers too because I, I just I, I saw a meme earlier today this is <laughs> this is what happened like this is the face you make when you you're trying to score you're a guard and you're trying to score and then Patrick Beverly's playing on you and then they sit yell switch and, and PG's playing on you and then, <laughs> then they call switch again and then Kawhi's guarding exactly. you exactly it's like you like bruh like how am I gonna go get to the rack it's they have a great defensive front or back uh sorry front court and it's yeah they're gonna be they're gonna be fun to is Montrez their starting uh center so. and then Lou coming off the bench like battle for LA man I'm telling you the nosebleed's gonna be like four hundred dollars yes. I promise you <laughs> I promise you. They were saying three at work the other day. I was like, nah. Tch. It's probably going to be like four or 450. But I'm still going to pay because I'm trying to see that game, bro. But anyways, do you think that the, the, the NBA free agency landscape as it is right now, all the different changes in the East and the West, obviously the, the West has always been more stacked than the East, but I feel like there's definitely been a power like a sway in power towards the east a little bit with kd moving to the east with kyrie well i mean kyrie stayed in the east nothing has really happened in the east other than i feel 
Jimmy to Miami. Uh, but that's what I'm Davis. saying. But that. But the thing is, they didn't get better. Like oh, Jimmy. I, no, I feel like not, the East is not now better. Well, maybe let me rephrase what I said. I shouldn't say power sway. I would say more interesting to watch. I because I of certain players. Because KD's not gonna play next year. That is true. I, so I mean, I gotta wait till 2021. And that's well. Not knock to on, say knock on wood, that's granted he, he comes back playing the same way. Yeah, but I feel like really it's just you've got uh Giannis and, and the Bucks and Philly. Those those are those are your top two teams. It's one of those two coming out the east. So based off last year, who do you think takes it right now as it stands? Because who did Philly add? Al uh Al Horford. Al Horford. Okay. He and locked then, Giannis down pretty well. Well, <laughs> that's gonna be interesting. Um, that's good. That's definitely gonna be interesting. I, I, I don't know. I don't know who I'll pick for now. But we'll leave that. We'll leave that on the side. Another thing in free agency, if you were to grade which team has, or just give a team a grade that's like done deals. Let's just go through that. For sure, whole, yeah, yeah. Whole league. Let's just start with the Lakers because we were already talking about the Lakers. What, what grade would you give them? Um, I'd give them an A. An A. Yeah. Not A minus. Uh, not like a ninety-four. Ninety-four. Okay, yeah. for sure. It's not, it's not a minus. It's like right there. For sure. Okay. Um, Clippers. I got it. <sighs> you land. The thing is, they gave up cool. so much, but so did the Lakers. If, if we were real. Yeah. So completely different team. Man. I, I'm gonna say A plus because A plus. They pulled off. Nobody saw Paul George leaving. Like nobody saw that coming. Which is interesting though, because they, they had I was gonna say this for later in the episode, but um I don't wanna forget. They they pulled a video. I don't know when the date was. I think it was like, you know, the regular season or right before the season ended of Paul George talking about how how what of a greater relationship he has with um Kawhi and how they they actually like hang out and like you know they keep in contact and just different stuff like that mm -hmm. and it made me kind of think like maybe the writing on, was on the wall the whole time we just missed it because we were so like fixated on you know him going to the Lakers or just him staying in Toronto or just like like the idea I think people I think it's also people hate the Clippers. <laughs> Let's be real. Like, nobody oh, cares about the Clippers. I feel like Chris Paul and Blake Griffin and DeAndre Jordan made the Clippers fun again. They did. They made them. Lob like, City was a exactly. good, a so good time I feel to be like alive. Now people have warmed up to the Clippers, you know, being not being like the the butt of the L.A. joke anymore. Like, it's nice to see some competition there. And so I feel like it's exciting yeah. personally. But there may be some folks who just feel like, how are the Clippers doing this? They're just the Clippers, you know, not I mean, still seeing them as, you know, a respectable team. I think people forget like money talks and like if you get if you can play on a team in the same city <laughs> and you're the guy, right? Like they're running the offense through you guys, mm -hmm. which is Kawhi and PG and you get to you're getting paid pretty good you know what i mean mm -hmm. why not take that deal you know what i mean i'm oh, like yeah. i'm 
if we would have if the Lakers would have got Kawhi, right? That'd have been dope. Right? Kawhi Leonard, a Laker. I get that. But that you see how balanced the team is now. Maybe it was the best thing for oh, it to for happen. Sure. But for sure it was. Um, we keep like drifting back to this like battle of LA. Um, and even when they like met at, at Summer League, which we'll get into very shortly. Um, even when they met like the, some people on the Clippers team and like some people on the Lakers team, they met at Summer League. You could still like see that tension there. Like, yeah, we gonna see y'all, <laughs> you know. So it's it's gonna be it's gonna be fun to watch. Yeah, I mean, uh, I'm not sure if people really saw this saw the video as like a damn we missed something uh going like tying it back in yeah uh because this was something that that okc would have had to agree to and i don't think many people saw la even considering to give up that many draft picks to be able to get him to get pg yeah and yeah, so I don't, I don't see that happening exactly so I don't think we necessarily missed it because that wasn't within the realm of possibility at the time. Yeah, exactly. At the time, at the for time. sure. Yeah. And so, because he he wasn't a free agent then. Exactly. Real quickly before mm-hmm. we move on to summer league, rumors okay. starting to. Um, I was gonna say, did we want to? Uh, oh, grades. grades. The grades. That is that yes. is correct. <laughs> um. So your Lakers. What would you give them? I give him an A, A minus. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Golden State Warriors. Golden State Warriors, I'd give a B. B. Yeah, a solid B. Nah, I give him a B plus. D'Angelo is coming into his own, and you essentially replace um, Clay for the time being, you know, because he's not going to be playing for any any time in the near future. Mm-hmm. So. You're still gonna have that production there with yeah. D'Angelo. You're still gonna have that great ball movement, that passing. Mm-hmm. Somebody who can play in a system. Somebody who can knock down shots and yeah. clutch moments. Um, it'll be an interesting um, dynamic with um, Draymond Green. I feel like you always have to factor Draymond Green into, yeah. um, you know, uh, picking. Well, now they will in the future. I think with uh, Kevin Durant leaving. And people keep talking about like you know the uh, the and I don't want to say I don't even like to say incident, but like the disagreement that Draymond Green and Kevin Durant had during a game, mm-hmm. and you see a video of him um, like mouthing like you know this is why I'm out of here, you know. So mm-hmm. as good as players are, there are, you know certain volatilities that happen you know with team we've we've both played on team sports mm-hmm. you're not always going to get along you yeah, know exactly. but um as long as you guys see the as long as you vision, recognize we're teammates yeah you know what i mean and respect each other exactly. um, we can have disagreements all all day long but you know as, as soon as you start to step into the territory and we don't know what they were talking about i i haven't heard of anything of like what they were talking about maybe something along the lines of him being soft or you know, I didn't want to put those, you know, types of no, like yeah. ideas out there, but it obviously left an impression. I w- I would say, so um, I would give Golden State a B plus. All right, uh, I think I'll give them a B as well. Toronto Raptors. Who they pick up? I don't know if they picked up anybody, but they signed, uh, re-signed some folks. Uh. I guess the C. 
I guess. I mean, I don't really know what to grade some people you just resign. I feel like we're forgetting somebody. Uh, they, I mean, they they resigned Patrick McCaw. Okay. Uh, they resigned Marcus Um Marcus Solid. But you lost Danny Green and Kawhi. You did. So your team isn't like necessarily better. So I I give him a C. I'm not really too worried about who else is on the team. Boston, you Uh, signed Kimba. Boston uh, got rid of Scary Terry, and Um, they lost Al Horford, and they lost, and they lost Kyrie. Yeah. So what you have left is Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, uh, Gordon Hayward, Kimba, and is uh, Andrew Baines. Who are you thinking about? Marcus Smart. Where's where's he at? Did he get moved? To I Phoenix? have no idea. Did I see he's in Phoenix? But uh, I feel like I would give the Celtics. Um, I give them a D, and that's D? just being nice. You lost all those players. Are you? Well, I mean, I guess who did they draft? That's the thing. That's not free agency though. Yeah. Because we're grading based off of free agency moves they made, and they they didn't sign a lot of people that I know of. Did they keep Marcus Smart then? I don't think nobody's checking for Marcus Smart right now. But he's an integral part to their team. True, but... He's like their Draymond. Was he playing last year? Did he play he a lot did. last year? He did. Um, what do you think about the Russell Westbrook, James Harden teaming up? rumors to be i think i think they're dumb and there's no need to pay attention to them <laughs> why is that uh you wouldn't want to see james harden and russell westbrook on on the same they'll be reunited again uh i feel like they're both way too ball dominant to flow the way that that team needs to flow <laughs> it's either that or change the coach and they're not going to get rid of Dean. Yeah, they kind of like him. Exactly. <laughs> so, well, I mean, is it adding pieces? Because we're going to have to see, like, Doc obviously won in in Boston, right? Mm-hmm. He hasn't won in LA, yeah. partly because of the Lakers and partly because I think it's of, of the Lakers. Huh? It has nothing to do with the Lakers. What does that have to do with? I mean, his teams just have not been able to stand up to the Warriors. <laughs> I mean, so you think it's the Warriors' fault more well, no, so? I mean, like, over the past few years, outside of when... Uh, I was just saying, well, like, Kobe Lob, was playing. But yeah, but Lob City era, did y'all keep them from advancing most years? I don't know. I just feel like they have not had the team that has been able to stand up to the Warriors talent wise. And for the past five years, it's been the Warriors. So could it be? okay? so personnel, they didn't have enough to get over the hump. Yeah. I mean, nobody has out the West yet. That's true. I mean, it's just a matter of showing that you can do it and having a squad to be able to do it. And um, so do you think it'll be that it'll be like that for Houston? They just have to find the right combination of, of guys. I, I think that they built a team to beat the Warriors. 
That's literally what they said they did. They built a team that would beat the Warriors. The Warriors aren't the top dogs anymore, in my opinion. So well, they took a now, step back because they lost KD and they lost Cole. They don't have Clay right they now. They don't. Clay's not available. Exactly. So, so we have to see how. Sorry, see how Golden State looks this season. But as for right now, I don't think anybody has them as favorites coming out the I West. I think people are going to attack to that. I think people are going to attack that like they're going to take advantage of that and they're going to remember all the times though. I mean, is that weird to say I would remember all the times that like you beat me? Well, I mean, yeah, that's well th- the team is different, you know. It's always like you you want to beat those players obviously because they beat you last time, right. but it's it's more so just like, all right, but we still have to win regardless of wanting to beat you more badly than any time, any other time. It's like, yeah, y'all are the champs and we've wanted to beat y'all because you're the champs. And, uh, you know, Toronto has that title, although I don't know if they strike that fear Mm -hmm. anymore because Kawhi isn't there. So it's the league really is wide open in a, in a way that it hasn't been in a really long time. And that's what, what I've liked so far. I mean, not just, the fact that like my Lakers got better this made watching the NBA you see them progressively getting better over the years yeah. and now we actually have a team that can win a championship again bruh I'm hyped but exactly. hopefully the Sparks can bring one to LA as well yeah you know but um I think just like having a different looks on teams like like I wonder who's gonna be on the cover for 2k next year you know I mean it just all depends on you know on a like in a new jersey you know yeah it's gonna be different but um but they said uh anthony davis is on the cover this year is he already on the cover yeah, he's on the is his first time uh, i believe so no is it his first time no it's not his first time let me look that up so no russell to houston you don't wanna you don't wanna see that anytime nah, soon i don't think i don't think you don't think it'll work be, no not with not with d'antoni's system although he doesn't really have a system he says Gotta get James the ball, man. <laughs> <laughs> Yet they pay him millions of dollars to coach that team. Yeah, but uh, nah. First of all, Westbrook does not shoot well enough to benefit that team in any way. Uh, him wanting to drive is not going to help James Harden's game. Uh, him, his game, the I have to you know do it all. Right. Approach I have to assert is, myself on. Exactly. Game. Yeah. That, although that's that's what you want from a player. The way Westbrook's style of doing it is gonna hurt a game like James Harden's, a game like Chris Paul's, mm-hmm. uh, and so it's gonna be. It's it's just a system that I don't think is gonna mesh well. Yeah, I I don't see it happening either. Yeah. Yeah. But um, on to NBA Summer League, which we've been teasing for a while. Who's impressed you the most out of like, you know, some of the incoming freshmen, the rookies? I'm going to have to be honest. I have not seen much of uh, Summer League. Okay. Um, I know uh, I saw RJ scored nine or did not. I think he had nine and ten mm-hmm. in uh, his debut against Zion uh, and the Pelicans. And uh, I know Zion got hurt. Uh, I think it was late in the game. Yeah. But, um, and hopefully he gets well. But he's out. He's gonna well, they're be out sitting the him out. Yeah. yeah, he's going to be out for the uh, rest of the summer. Which league. is smart. 
Exactly. You, know, you don't want any dumb you don't need fouls or injuries that's prevent him to play in the regular season that actually exactly. matters. Exactly. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's smart to see him in. I mean, I think it was just to get the fans hype. Yeah, you know, of course. Get of course. get a little run. Just say he played and then, you know, mm-hmm. hey, sit down, big fella. Exactly. Save it for the regular season. Exactly. You know? I mean, uh, I don't know if you saw. <laughs> he... Uh, Stole the ball from bro Kevin Knox. Yes. He snatched it from him like he was on a playground. Like, bro, give me this. <laughs> and the ref just looked at Knox, like just looked at him on the floor, like, well, he is strong. He's a man child, bro. Like it's, it's so child. weird. He's a man. <laughs> he is a man. <laughs> oh man. No disrespect. No, but, of course. Uh, oh, I got you. He's yeah. He's just that's. We haven't seen somebody that strong in a in a cool minute. Nice minute. with that like high of a um, like verticality. You know what I mean? That and he can. He's not just like a one trick like pony. He can put yeah. the ball on the floor. He can shoot a little. You know, so he's not it, slow. Right? Yeah, he's real agile. Yeah. I'm just I'm curious to how you know. Got nice footwork. Yeah, it's gonna be interesting to see. Yeah, because we haven't seen anything like him packaged like him in a I don't think ever but like in a while that True. type of athlete True. so um, all all the best for uh, Zion Williamson speedy recovery I'm mm-hmm. sure you'll do great your your uh, rookie year um, any other standouts I mean Kobe White was drafted to your your Bulls yes. your Chicago Bulls um, Kobe I feel like and that's Kobe and, with the C. Yeah, Cole. Yeah, Kobe. Yeah, C O B Y. Yeah, not Kobe, like Kobe yeah, Bryant. Exactly. <laughs> um, he didn't show up in the, in the way that I think many people thought he would in uh, his first game. Uh, he wasn't showing that ability to just get ahead of the offense, and, or get ahead of the defense. Yeah. And um, uh, you know what it is. I mean, it's, it's the game. Like, you know what I mean? You have off games, you have good games. I mean, true, some, true. some people's debut isn't the greatest. Of course. And, it's not you know, we forget a lot of times that these um, these are kids. You know what I mean? Like, I hate to say kids, but, I mean, they're much younger than me at this point. So, you remember what it was like at that age. Like, you know, yeah, you're playing in the NBA. And like those nerves are gonna be there. You of might course. not. You might not go out and drop twenty five. No, that's you real, might that's just real. get a solid twelve or eleven and like five. No, know? I hear. And not, I'm not to, not to say that his uh, his stats are bad. No, he got uh, fifteen, six, and five. So that's not bad. Right. I just mean like the aspects of his game that you're used to seeing that wasn't there. And so I see it was an unusual. 15 6 and 5 is based he, on what you've seen from his college career but that also might have to do with coaching and the way they're trying to implement his game but I just didn't see him I think they're just I think they're, they might they could just be telling him to take it easy then that could be you very know well because could, yeah that very well could be you're nice. definitely and I'm, I follow Kobe's game because I'm a North Carolina fan um I follow Kobe's game since high school because I was paying attention to who we uh were recruiting mm-hmm. incoming um always look to see who's coming in to to gonna be replacing like the the older players um but i 
his his game has always been like super sped up. Like yeah. he's he's really good at driving the ball. Uh, somebody, I think you mentioned a comparison to De'Aaron Fox as far as like getting out ahead of like people. Not maybe not on the same like level of play, but definitely like the style as far as like exactly. like end to end. Like I'm gonna beat everybody to the exactly. spot. You know, so um, I think. You just got to give these guys time to develop. But it will be... You think he's going to be the starting point guard on Chicago's team? Yeah. we got, uh, I don't think... I don't think we still have Chris Dunn. I think we uh, traded him. But let me you guys check. have cycled through quite a bit of point guards. Yeah. We have two, though. So... Um, but, I mean, what I is it? Like, Michael Carter-Williams? Oh, man. Wait, Michael Carter Williams? Did we have him? You guys did have. Yeah, we had him. Uh, no, but I was thinking of um, Chris Dunn. Who? No, Chris Dunn, but the guy, guy who came up uh, at the end of the season last year. Uh, uh, something Walter. Hang on. Walter, <laughs> you guys got a Walt Lemon Jr. No, not Walt Lemon Jr. Wait, was that his name? Yes, Walt Lemon. Yes, Walt Lemon Jr. And, what a uh, name! <laughs> he balled out la- uh, end of last season, showing flashes of game like Derrick Rose's. Really? Yes. That's quite a comparison. Yes. And it was just you gotta look it up was like, who is he? Like, guy. where, where did he come from? But I would like to see him back on the roster, although I don't think he is at this moment. And us drafting this rookie, yeah, uh, just makes me feel like he's he's gonna continue to stay in the G League, but. Man, he balled out. Well, we'll have to see how his game translates uh, during the regular season. Exactly. Um, I'll just rattle off a couple um, notable like uh, summer league players, and we can go on to the next topic. Um, Tyler Hero from out of Kentucky, uh, drafted to the Miami Heat. I've been seeing some good things from him. There's been a little buzz about him able to shoot the long ball, get to his spots. I followed him a little bit um, in college, too, and in high school. He was, like, a high school standout. Like, he made the game look super easy. Um, And then when he went to Kentucky, uh, obviously he played for John Calipari. Mm -hmm. And um, I think he was playing with, like, P.J. Washington and those guys. Um, His game... Um, was good, but it wasn't like I don't know. I guess he he didn't assert himself as much as he I think he could have just because he was playing in that system. So I think we're now we're, tra- we're starting to see him kind of like you know be more uh, kind of like he was. I feel like in high school. So I think he'll yeah. he'll do pretty good things. He'll be playing with Jimmy Butler. I don't know if he'll how how much minutes he's gonna get, but uh. It'll be interesting to see how he does for the rest of uh, Summer League. Also, Carson Edwards, uh, guard out of, I want to say, Colorado or Buffalo. Okay. What team is he in? He's playing for, he got Boston. uh, He got Boston. He got drafted by the Boston Celtics. Okay. I think he's. Along with Taco. Along with Taco. Taco Fall. That's who I was going to bring up again. Mm. (laughs) His. He's so ridiculous to watch play. Like it's it's just crazy. Seeing like people think tall. I'm tall. Like for the record, I'm I'm about six five, six six. 
Taco is like seven foot four with like an eight. Like I don't even know what his wingspan <laughs> is. Some ridiculous. Like I saw a video earlier today where um, he was called for a foul, and then he was frustrated, so he smacked the the stanchion. So basically, what supports <laughs> like That's the top wild. part That's though, the top part like of the stanchion, the, the the thing that supports the actual basketball hoop. Yeah. For for those who are listening. He just smacked it like he was, he was hitting the, the top of the uh, doorpost. Like the doorpost. <laughs> <laughs> it was so weird. It's going to be, if once if he can figure out how to, you know, be more fluid, even like um, like a poor man's Joel Embiid, if he can get to that level, not even with the shot, I'm just talking about like fluid, he's going to be hard to stop. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. It, it's going to be bad for the team. So I'm, I hope he, he can get to that level when somebody's working with him night and day so he can, you know, exactly, you know, get to that level. But I, I like uh, Carson Edwards. His game to me is kind of like, uh, I don't, this is homework for y'all if y'all don't know who this is, Baron Davis. Mm. Yeah, he, he can get up, he can shoot, he can drive. He's like, he's, he's like sturdy. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like he's, 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 he's looks not like a, a solid guy. Yeah, he's no, not he can take a bump. Seven. Just like Baron, like Baron was was a solid dude. So, um, yeah, I think Boston is gonna be a good team to watch to see that young core. There's a lot of like young cores developing, you know. There are um, Boston now, and um, the New Orleans uh, Pelicans, Pelicans, you know, with Josh Hart, Lonzo, basically all the transplants from uh, from the LA Lakers, Brandon Ingram, and you add Zion to that mix. <laughs> And they had Julius Randle. <laughs> you know, so it's basically <laughs> the New Orleans Lakers. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Essentially, man. the New Orleans Lakers yeah. um, plus Zion. But it's gonna be it's gonna be good. That's where D'Lo's next stint will be after uh, Golden State, <laughs> New Orleans. Yep, because <laughs> he was a former Laker. Exactly. Yeah, that whole class. I think the, I think he's gonna like it out there. I hope I see him at uh, Rolling Loud later this year. <laughs> That'll be fun. That would be dope. Before we move on, out of the rookies we have, uh, not just like for summer league, but just like out of the batch of rookies right now. I don't know if we talked about it on the last episode, mm-hmm. but who do you have um, becoming rookie of the year, or is it too early to to say? Because um, I think I might- we talked about who could potentially get rookie of the year based off their team. I think Carl mentioned that. Because if you have to do more for your team, you stand out more. You'll have more uh, points because you're not sharing the ball as much, or you'll just get more PT. Yeah, exactly. as simple as that. You'll get more PT than than the next guy because you're you're already starting. Yeah, uh, your team needs you to start. So I think uh, Carl made a valid point. Shout out to Carl on that. Um, but even then, I would say there's still there's still um, you know, people that can develop oh, on yeah. a, you know, on that oh, yeah. uh, team, regardless. So, do you have anybody? Anybody comes to mind? Um, I think RJ. I think I like RJ. <laughs> uh, that's gonna be my. That's my favorite right Z- now. Zion is a given because of his body type and his athleticism, but you have to think about Zion passing, throwing them lobs. Um, him playing off screen and roll with Brandon Ingram, 
uh, screen and roll with uh, Julius Randle. Like, they're going to be... Well, no, they don't have Julius Randle anymore. They don't? No. Where do you go? He's in New York. My bad. Yeah. I'm tripping. I'm big tripping. Yeah. Do they replace anybody for him? Uh, I mean, essentially, Zion. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah. everybody else that I mentioned, Josh Hart. Yeah. And, you know. Ingram, Lonzo. Yeah. It's going to be... It's going to be interesting, but I think he can, if they can like get him to score easy, I feel like they're going to set him up to score easy buckets. Mm. So like a lot of dump offs, a lot of like, like seal, like screen to like seal a guy off and just like lay it up. Cause any, if he gets any, if he gets within f- what, seven feet of the basket, it's like almost a layup every time or a dunk. Like he'll mm. drop step from like, like the second block. Yeah. Third block. You know what I mean? He takes off from like from from way outside the the, the key. So You think he'll be in the dunk contest? Oh yeah. And they'll cut the check. <laughs> they'll for sure cut the check too. Zion is he signed to clutch sports? I don't know who he signed he to. He needs but, to. Uh, that I don't know what, what that shoe gonna look like. You know he's gonna sign it. If he, did he didn't he already sign to Nike? Or he hasn't yet? No. They haven't, no, they have uh, that shoe gonna be crazy. Yeah, I think they're they're a lot more hesitant handing out shoe contracts now. Uh, Nike has been, but that's since Lonzo. <laughs> no, it's just they have they have a lot of signature cho- signature shoes right now. If you think that about is it, true, like they're trying to push the other KD, one. Kyrie, Kyrie, the Greek uh, freak now. Exactly, um, and that's just basketball. Yeah, um, it is a lot. Yeah. Let's move on to Wimbledon briefly. Uh, I know we don't normally talk about tennis. Um, if you didn't know, I used to play tennis back in the day. We won't get into that as much, but uh, I do enjoy watching uh, tennis from time to time. And I think Likewise. Sakana, you do too. Yes. Right. Okay. A very interesting story about a young lady by the name of Coco Goff. Am I getting that right? Goff? Coco Goff. The 15-year-old. She's been balling. Yeah. uh, Unfortunately, she was eliminated. Uh, Just, I think it was today. Yeah, but she she made it to the round of 16. Exactly. um, Which is, if you know tennis, that's a very good accomplishment. Um, And these are against ranked players in the world. You have to Mm -hmm. understand uh, how difficult it is when you're playing against um players from all over the country people who you looked up to i'm mean, not all over the country all over the world excuse me not all over the country yeah your idols i think like venus yeah she beat she beat venus in uh the first round yeah and, like uh, that's that's insane to me like exactly. that a 15 year old black girl yeah <laughs> shout outs to her exactly um that's really dope i i think and i was asking um I forgot it. I think I, I posted it in, in our group chat earlier today. Like, it made me kind of think about, you know, the ripple effects of Venus and Serena and like oh, yeah. what they have, you know, brought to not only um, the sport of tennis, but like, like uh, women athletes. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like we're starting to see, I mean, if you look close attention, I'm sure you can find more things. But like this made me really pay attention to like the the ripple effects of like their dominance and their like um, like impact on the game. And I think it's really cool that you know 
you eventually get to, you know, face your rivals and, you know, your idols and or your idols become your rivals. Exactly. And, you know, um, in the competitive spirit, uh, you know, that they showed on the court inspired another person to be that competitive. And mm -hmm. to see her doing that at the uh, age of 15, like hats off to her. Like, I wish we had um, an applause <laughs> soundboard. Yeah. Maybe. We'll that in. Yeah. Later on. But um, I think that's really dope. What do you think of what just like for her playing uh, what she's done so far at the age of 16? What do you think that's going to do for, you know, um, other women who look like her, or just like more minorities getting into the sport? Um, I think it's just it's another face that, you know, young women of color can identify with. Uh, when it comes to the sport, because you don't see many of them. No, so, you don't. Um, being able to have multiple people whose games you might be able to idolize, you know, of course, you have Venus and Serena, and they, you know, as far as women of color, I think you have Althea Gibson. Uh, shout outs to her, the first uh, black woman to win a uh, win a Grand Slam title. Uh, Sheesh. Venus Williams. Uh, Serena Williams. I mean, you, these are these Sloane Stevens. Exactly. Now you have Sloane who won yeah. her first uh, won her first major last year uh, right. at the U.S. Open, or was it the year before? One of the two. But uh, yeah, you know, now you have you have Naomi Osaka as well, though she's from right. Japan. She's a young woman of color, right? And you have more. You know, she's biracial. Exactly. Yeah, she is. Okay. Mm -hmm. And so, um, you know, a new face coming in. Uh, you know, adding another another identifiable figure to the world of uh, I think it's good. Tennis. I think exactly. it's great. I think um, it's really dope to see uh, because, like I, I keep saying, like the, at the age she's doing it at, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, I'm sure, like she's probably dreamt about that for you know. Oh yeah. Isn't it? You know, uh, probably seeing like Serena and Venus. Um, at a very early age and just kind of like being captivated like thinking that, about stuff like that as an athlete kind of gives me chills of course and um, at 15 I mean Serena was still like at her best 15 years ago it was 2004 and right. Serena was on top of the game that's when she was born she probably started watching maybe 2009 if she was 5 yeah. you know watching and really being able to look up to a player yeah She's been watching Serena her whole life, and I'm sure to be able to Serena, Serena and Venus, and right. the fact that her first match was against Venus, right. and she beat her, I'm sure that was just exhilarating for for a young player. Same with Naomi Osaka when she beat Serena, although the circumstances were what they were. Yeah, uh, I think still, she was having a hard day that day. Yeah, it was, it was a very hard day for both players, and so, um, but I, I'm sure just being across the court from someone who you've idolized from when you right, were right. a child. Do you That's, think now seeing this, we might see like Mexican American, um, tennis star, you know, for on, you know, women's or men's side. I mean, I'm, I'm sure we do have some, uh, but like be but more higher ranked. I, w I would like to see that. Um, we're, I can't say I'm at a point where I know the up and coming talent in tennis, but uh, if I 
if I were to look deeper, I'm sure there are several who uh, are on the tennis on the tennis circuit, making moves and you know working their way up the ranks. It's just to get, you know, you have to qualify for Wimbledon if you're not ranked or if you're not someone yeah. who's invited. Right. And so it's it's tough. And it is very tough. I hope we see you know just more diversity yeah, come into the sport. Definitely, um, definitely. Quickly before we leave. Um, Another thing that uh, we'll add very uh, quickly before we leave. Um, NBA All-Star Game. Somebody told me it'd be rumored that they start uh, King of the Court. Mm. We're not going to discuss it. But since we'll leave you with this. If they had King of the Court. Right. And for as an event in the All-Star Game. Who would you want to uh, play King of the Court? All right. We'll so, add that as a survey question. Yes, sir. Uh, on the Facebook page, make sure you follow us on iTunes, Spotify, All our wherever, you get the, wherever you get your podcast from. You'll find us. Uh, but yeah, this is a great episode. Sorry, Sid and Carl couldn't be here. Once Shout again, out to y'all. But, uh, hope Steph. We held it down. Exactly. We tried to. Hope Steph's doing well, Sid. Carl, hope your family's well. Love y'all. Peace. Peace and love.